Welcome to the Swike Podcast, the only podcast that shares the stuff you didn't know you needed to know about jobs, careers, and life. The Swike Podcast, the stuff I wish I knew earlier. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier podcast. We're here again with our guest host, uh, Alex uh, Luxidadi, and we thought we'd have a conversation on blockchain. We'll touch a little bit on, on crypto, probably uh, ask a few questions on, on NFT and things like that. But uh, yeah, well, I'm going to learn probably a lot from this conversation because I'm not uh, a crypto expert or aficionado. And I, I don't know if you would say you are as well, but you are definitely geeking out on it and learning a lot about it. Uh, and I'd love uh, to kind of learn a little bit more, pick your brain and just get smarter. So I don't have to like read all the books and all the blogs and podcasts, whatever. I can just learn directly from you. So uh, yeah, why don't we start the conversation on, on a little bit on, on blockchain, crypto and all that sort of stuff. What is it and, and, and why is it important for us? Cool. Well, th- first of all, thank you for having me back here. Um, definitely super excited that we're going to talk about crypto today or blockchain. Definitely um, has been my passion for the last, I would say, one year. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't like one of those OG people who started way, way back. I started uh, in 2017. I wrote the crash, so I lost some money there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think most people do. But if anything, that kind of like... Uh, uh, give me the experience uh, about like uh, what what is crypto and it made me want to like go deep into it further right so um yeah so i guess we can start with very basic maybe for uh, audience who don't understand what blockchain is mm-hmm. kind of like a, a public ledger so ledger is just an entry of like all these transactions uh, about like somebody sent a money from here to to there um, and the, the difference here is um, this ledger is owned by multiple um, computers in the world. So it's, you can distribute it, right? And um, what made blockchain a, a very interesting technology is they have this algorithm that where basically all these computers that own those ledger could agree on like all these transactions that they need it to, to be put on the ledger. So there's no dispute. Nobody can like basically alter the records and, and so on. And they do that using a cryptographic proof. Um, and, and yeah, so um, it, once it's minted, once it's like put on the ledger, it's going to be there forever. It's public. Anybody can look at it. Um, and what that's what pretty much like what blockchain is. Yeah, my understanding of it is it's transparency, right? Because nobody can change it, everybody can see it, and, and it, it, it's kind of publicly uh, available. You, you, you can't alter it, so, so you don't have to rely on someone kind of fudging data and things like that. And the other thing is it's not necessarily just for money as well, right? So although a lot of the uh, applications of blockchain is for like cryptocurrency, for, for monetary uh, exchanges and things like that, it's not necessarily just for money. You could potentially, I don't know, record um, like who owns what property and, and things like that, like ownership rights and stuff like that. Maybe uh, kind of digital rights management could be an application of it. And, and uh, I think we'll touch a little bit on NFTs as, as well uh, later on, because I, I know a little bit about that, but not too much and, and would love to pick your brain on it. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I guess a question for, for you is, is why did you get so excited about it? Why, what is, why is it so interesting? Uh, why uh, should, should people care about it? Um, and, and kind of what got you into this kind of this passion for the past year or so? And, and, and what have you been doing to kind of uh, soothe that passion? Yeah, I think what really like caught my interest was Ethereum. Uh, okay. 
once I heard about Ethereum, I was like, this is it. This is the next generation of technology. Because if you think about it, it's kind of like right now, there's a lot of applications built on top of internet. Um, and I can just name, let's say, for example, Facebook, right? Facebook is a business that's built on top of the internet. But Facebook itself is, uh, you, you could uh, you could say that they're very uh, capitalistic and then it's centralized as well, meaning they, they own everything, like the database and everything. So as a user, you go use your face, use, use Facebook, you're actually give, giving up a lot of data to Facebook. What you don't know, what, what I mean, most people probably know by now is Facebook monetizing those data. They profile you, they, they, they know what you like, and they make a lot of money from it. And what did you uh, pretty much nothing, right? So, uh, Ethereum here, or like a blockchain technology here, are here for to, to change that behavior because it's distributed. Nobody owns it. Like basically, who owns it? The, uh, the the data who owns it is actually the community itself, the user who used that. And um, there's this thing called like smart contract, which is um, like the application itself. And if there's a code written um, in smart contract. Uh, once it's deployed to the blockchain, it'll be it'll be public. You can read the code. Um, you can assess whether this is something that like I want to be part of. Um, at the end of the day, like if people are like using a blockchain application, most of the time that like uh, they see the value in it, um, and how like these application generate revenue. There's got to be some sort of like a fair distribution so that like the user also get some of it right mm -hmm. so and that's kind of like what's happening with the DeFi out there which is like um, i would say the future of finance um where again like uh, not the bank who own like all these like big portion of your capital your money and then they, they can do whatever with it uh, and you probably get like only a portion of like the money they make but like with, with DeFi is um everything is in the code the code is law and um, you want to make sure that like uh, the distribution is fair. Um, I, I say, for example, like this, right? Um, in DeFi, there's this thing called tokenomics, meaning that like how many of these currencies gonna get out, uh, get out in the distribution and circulations out there. And if people said that like, oh, most of these are, are gonna go to the VCs, to the investor, they're not gonna, they're not gonna use that application because that's not fair. But most of these projects, um, maybe people don't know, is a lot of these tokens are actually like allocated for the community itself because like the community is uh, the value. And um, if they don't feel like they, they, they're getting the incentive, if they don't feel like they're getting the value, they're not going to use that application. So pretty interesting mindset, mindset shift there, right? Like, uh, uh, and I think not a lot of people understand this yet. Yeah, definitely uh, a lot of different um, things to consider where, I mean, when, when most folks talk about crypto, they, they, they you mentioned Bitcoin, uh, but it sounds like you got interested on the Ethereum side. And then there's the other, like the DeFi side, which uh, I mean, it, it, I'm actually new to that world. So, so I don't actually know too much about it. And then there's a whole bunch of other ones. So what's kind of the, the difference, I mean, in, in your mind between all of these different um currencies and, and applications of, of, of blockchain like uh, are they really all different or is like bitcoin the same as ethereum which is the same as DeFi or something like that or um the way that they've been implemented are a little bit different what, what would be your thoughts on that there's so many differences out there um like definitely uh bitcoin is kind of like the in uh, the innovator like they're the one 
They're like all these like cool um, proof of work, uh, coming up with the consensus and all those things. But then um, a lot of other te blockchain technology implemented it uh, in their own flavor. And then um, for Ethereum, uh, the difference there is you actually you could actually build an application on top of a blockchain, and they could save like uh, the state of uh, of certain um, uh, applications in the blockchain itself. Um, and uh, so DeFi is a result of like um, uh, this innovation, like the, the smart contract innovation, which is uh, Ethereum was the first one who came up with it. Uh, and now having a smart contract, like now you could build a lot of things uh, on top of Ethereum. Like um, DeFi is definitely one of them. And DeFi is actually uh, just like a term decentralized finance. And think about finances, there's a lot of like, um, uh, different type of finance as well. There's like lending, borrowing, there's like, uh, what was it like uh, derivatives, there's like stable coins, there's, there's a bunch of like different things as well. But DeFi itself is actually pretty complex to understand. It took me a while to, to get to where I am right now and still I don't know a lot of things. <laughs> uh, so I could see like it's pretty, pretty tough for people to adopt that. Uh, I, I have like a lot of group of like uh, people who, who are interested in crypto and I actually have like this office hour every weekend uh, from 6 a.m. to like 11 a.m. for people, okay. friends who wants to learn about blockchain, DeFi, or NFT or anything like that, that those are like my office hour. Yeah, like if you're interested, you could always book that as well. Uh, and is that a publicly available office hours where people can use uh, them? Know me and of course no, they're just friends and family. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I mean, at the same time, I like I like uh, I'm I guess I'm pretty much like an evangelist right now. Uh, I try to get like people to understand what this is all about and 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 try to get them to like try it out, like get your hands dirty, and you don't need a lot of money for that. You, you just need to experience what this is, and then hopefully from that you're curious enough to go deeper. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because, it, it, oh, go ahead. Oh, because most people today is like they heard about oh Bitcoin, Ethereum could make a lot of money. You could like. Uh, you could be a millionaire if you hodl them and things like that. And they don't know what those are. They just like right. bought it. And then I actually, like my, my wife's friend, <laughs> uh, he, she bought a lot of things and she didn't know it because like her friend told her like, hey, I made like a lot of money from like this things. And then yeah, she started buying a lot of those things. And then um, and she didn't know what those are. And then like uh, one day, like there's like these, this news about like, oh, China is going to ban Bitcoin mm. and everything falls apart. Like prices went down 20% and then uh, probably like people like uh, my, my wife's friend will be like, okay, I just lost a lot of money today. Which is, you don't, because they didn't know. They didn't understand what they're investing into. So my kind of my role today in like in the blockchain um, in a community uh, or crypto is to help educate these people to understand what they're investing, or, or even just like curious people who wants to uh, um, learn about blockchain in general. Yeah, and and what we're not advising people is to go out and buy every single cryptocurrency and just kind of dump their life savings and retirement there because it's all going to go up. What we're encouraging folks is to get smart about it, as you mentioned, is learn a little bit about it. So some of it is in the the monetary aspects in terms of cryptocurrency. Some of it will be other 
uh, blockchain um, implications, such as like the smart contracts and things like that. Uh, so, so just being aware of that. So uh, my, my silly blockchain story or, or Bitcoin story was that uh, there was a local uh, cafe that actually had like a, a Bitcoin ATM. And this was like, I don't even remember, 2015 or something like that, right? Where Bitcoin, I think, was still like like 50 bucks. So I was like, ah, you know what? I might buy a couple of Bitcoin here, here and there, right? And I, and I had my, my, my credit card and I was going to go into it. But then like the machine like, had a lost connection or something. So I was supposed to buy like five or 10 Bitcoin. I never did because the transaction didn't go through. And I never thought about it because like, well, what's this thing that... that um, uh, like nobody really knows or, 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 or really cares about. But I mean, now <laughs> those whatever, five, 10 Bitcoins would be worth quite a bit. Uh, well, at least relatively speaking. So that's kind of my, my silly uh, Bitcoin story in terms of like how uh, um, it, it could have made me a bunch of money. But at the same time, so a lot of people are also uh, kind of losing money because they think, oh no, Bitcoin's going to continue to go up and appreciate some of that. Well, but but that's not necessarily the, the case because it's, it's a very speculative currency and it's not even necessarily Bitcoin. It could be um, Ethereum, it could be, uh, what is it, Dogecoin or whatever, all these other ones um, because it's, mm -hmm. at some point it's, it's just kind of playing the market. It's almost like you're doing like uh, foreign exchange currency, like are you betting the US dollar goes up or the Canadian one and, and, and uh, or, or, or the, 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 the Chinese um, currency or whatever. And it's almost being uh, speculative in, in that way. But uh, yeah, so so get smart on it because I, I still really don't know uh, all of the different things because I know the monetary application. The contracts one is a new one. Have you seen other different uh, applications for it recently that have, that have been kind of starting to go a little bit more mainstream or are those kind of the basic ones? Yeah, that's a good segue to uh, NFT. Mm. So actually I was discounting NFT for a while. Uh, and then because I thought like, what is this? Just like a, an image <laughs> that people pay for a million dollars. Crypto punks, right? They they sold for like millions of dollars, and people still buying a Visa actually just bought like their own crypto punks. Okay. And, and uh, but I think like what was it? like this summer, I started to like you know what? Like I, I need to like go deeper into this. I need to understand what this is all about. So again, like uh, like any other things that I do in life, I just the best way to learn is just to to get your hands dirty. So that's what I did. Uh, I asked my friend about like NFT. Uh, I asked some recommendation. He told me like, go into this project. It's called Space Pogger. And then what happened there is like they, uh, they launched it. And then they, I think they launched about 12,000 uh, NFTs uh, in, uh, basically in their collections. Okay. Um, but when they launched it, it's kind of like uh, unrevealed. So you don't know what you get yet. And uh, my friend told me this analogy, which kind of like got me. Um, remember back in the day, like uh, Dragon Ball cards, like a vending machine where you can like crack, 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 crack. And then it goes like you get your Dragon Ball card. And then sometimes you get like rare, sometimes you don't. Uh, and then you spend more money and <laughs> stuff like that. Right. Um, so this is kind of it. He said, "Like, wow, really? Okay, cool. So buy a couple of these, and then uh, the reveal day is like I think like a couple of days later. So the reveal day is like the day where uh, I will know what I get. So if I buy like two of them, um, and then on reveal day they will uh, it will get revealed. And when it's revealed, um, usually they have these things called properties. Um, and each one of these properties is kind of like uh, okay, what's your headgear it's like a hat or is it like some something else it's a ramen bowl or something like that and then okay. there's like 
jacket and all those things. And then these properties have rarity in it. So for example, um, like the, the say Canada, Canada goose jacket, that, that is super rare. So only let's say five of them gets uh, in circulation. So if you get that, then you know, you have like a very valuable NFT in your pocket. Right. So I bought a, a bunch of them and then reveal day. It's almost like kind of like a, I'm, I'm, I felt like I'm a kid again, like, oh, super exciting. What am I going to get, right? And uh, reveal day happened. I actually get like a couple of uh, rare ones. Um, but at the end of the day, like uh, what uh, on top of that, actually, uh, what strikes me the most is like the experience. Right? The, the uh, And a lot of people have, uh, sorry, a lot, a lot of projects have like different flavor experience and, and and this one in particular is like that, that experience of like revealing the card and the rarity um, and it's almost like it's not so much about the art anymore um, because that's the thing about like this NFT it attracts many different mainstream um, uh, mainstream people like, like the gamers like the collectors the art collectors uh, there are like just like um, or, or even like people who wants to go in just for like the monetary like uh, incentive or rewards and stuff like that. So there's many different um, type of people who in, uh, who goes into NFT. But for me, I, I like the experience. I like the uh, the revealing part. I like the idea, uh, the the thoughts of like, oh, what am I gonna get? Am I gonna get something rare? And then the the thoughts of like, I could trade this with uh, some other people. I could sell this and then buy like the rarer one. Um, but as I go deep into it, um, at the end of the day, like this NFT projects is all about community again. Hmm. Um, it's all about tokenizing community. So almost like it's not about the art anymore, especially like crypto punks. Like what's what's so artsy about that? It's just pixels. <laughs> but then you saw like Steph Curry just bought it and then he put like a crypto punk, oh sorry, Steph Curry bought like Board Ape actually. Um, yeah, say Steph Curry bought like this a project called Board Ape. And now, that gets a lot of attention to a lot of people and a lot of people wants to like get into that club again, uh, sorry, into the, into this project. And what that means is like when people bought a board ape NFT, uh, they, they're basically buying a membership to this exclusive community. Mm. Um, and, and some of these community are, there's a different type of community, NFT communities. There's some NFT communities that are actually like pretty tight. They, uh, they're, they talk about like, uh, uh, what like the new trends and all those things, and they they share information so that like if there's new NFT projects um, that's interesting that's gonna come out, some of these people are sharing this information. So it's kind of like a tight knit community that that uh, share information important important informations. Um, and there's some community that actually likes about the art, so they do a lot of like um, uh, contest derivatives. So like for example. Uh, only one. Only one is kind of like this Japanese uh, profile picture, Twitter profile picture project, and a lot of people likes the art. So they have a contest where a lot of artists uh, that's part of that community creates their own version of like this only one, this Japanese like character type of thing. So you could see like um, a, a good NFT project or a great NFT project are the ones who actually finds their community who likes about the project, who likes about the, the art or who likes about the gaming aspect of it or who likes about the uh, many different reasons, right? But like all these reasons are actually pretty mainstream compared to like DeFi. 
because DeFi is too complex. People don't understand it. Like once they try to do it, like okay, that's it. I don't understand this. Go away. And but like NFT is just very easy to understand. It's community. It's like community who agrees on certain values, whether it's gaming, whether it's art, and and they get stronger every day. Um, as long as they find like their true community, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm, I'm well. I don't know how easy it is to understand because it is still a bit of a mind shift in the sense that at least the way that I understand it. So, so the community I think is a great way to, to put it. But it's 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 some sort of digital assets, all right. And correct me if I'm wrong with any of it, but uh, like you don't actually have a physical anything, right? Like unlike a, a collector, you don't have like a statue or a toy or that thing that crink 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 out of the machine. There's, there's nothing that comes out of it. You just have you can declare like ownership online. But to, to your point about building the community, well, now that that I can prove ownership or something it's not just like any other digital thing where like i can control c control v and, and copy and paste it onto my hard drive your hard drive we can share on that like i actually have kind of proven legitimate ownership of this or purchase of it or exchange of it or however um i i acquired it and then from there there there's the community there's the discussion there's the, the sharing of, of information and why it's relevant and talking about it whether it's 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 true art or, or whatever it is uh, I think that that uh, community aspect definitely uh, sums it up. But at the end of the day, like uh, I, I've talked to a lot of people, it's like this is dumb, right? Like there's you get nothing. It's literally just online, but it's it's kind of that perception because if you think about it, like a, a collector community, a little thing uh, has no meaning either, right? A card has no meaning, right? Until you give it meaning, it's like, well, why why is this uh, rare? card worth like a thousand bucks and this one is 50 cents right like um it's the people who, who, who uh, give it meaning and i think it's, it's that community aspect of it that, that really uh, brings it home and, and did i get that right or, or am i totally missing the point of it oh you're on mute yeah definitely i think it's so easy to think about like oh what is this it's just like a, a jpeg you can save ass and then like save it right. in your heart. <laughs> uh but uh, i guess like the uh, the easiest uh like what people use these days to like basically counter those arguments is like uh, Mona Lisa, right? Like the, I mean, like this is not talking about the physical. Uh, we can talk about like on-chain versus off-chain uh, in a bit, but um, but the idea of like uh, someone who actually owns like the P, uh, the Mona Lisa piece that they, no matter like how many counterfeits out there, they, um, it, it doesn't matter. The, 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 uh, the original will still work like um, astronomical, right? Mm -hmm. And that are, are basically um, uh, is the, uh, yeah oh sorry um, so um, same thing with like um, like these digital goods like uh, but the the thing is like they're on chain meaning that like you actually own those like it's in your wallet sure. um, and people could save us and 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 have uh, have those crypto punks in their hard drive it doesn't matter. But like you actually have the ownership of the OG, the original, and then it's it can be proven now in blockchain, right? Uh, now it's like let's say for example again like this this art piece like physical art piece out there, and somebody counterfeited, some somebody just copied it, and then they they did a really good job on it. Like it's really, it's gonna be really hard for you to 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 figure out which one is real. But in blockchain, you could figure out right away. Oh, okay, right. It's so, but. Of course, there's like this, like basically mental blockage about like, okay, well, um, still it's not physical, <laughs> and I think a lot of people still trying to figure it out, not just like uh, um, like trying to connect the dots, but also um, actually implementing it 
so that there's a real connection between on-chain and off-chain. I think like a lot of people still trying to figure that out. Like for example, um, an artist uh, draw a painting and then they scan it and then put it as an NFT. They still have like the physical piece over here right? and there's an NFT. And then um, there's some, somebody came up with this idea. Okay, now like whoever owns like the NFT could basically opt to like get the real one. But if they get the real one, they have to burn the NFT. Right, so I don't know. This is like one of like the the idea that people uh, are trying to 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 implement, um, so that they, they they have like the connection between like on chain off chain, but uh, and some people even said like okay maybe in the future there are some law actually like that kind of like uh, tie those two things together the on chain and off chain version. Um, like for example, you have a house and you have beat and the NFT and then. Uh, but then like you need the law to like tie those two things together right um so i think we're still pretty like uh, we're still figuring those things out uh, but for now to make it easy just separate those two things like on chain versus off chain right if if you just like think about it like that way for now i think you you you'll, you'll be more inclined to like um, okay let me try this uh, like nft thing yeah and, and I think that that's a good way and it helps me kind of clarify where like on-chain is kind of that that original, the, the OG stuff that it's, it's the one that's provable, but off-chain stuff is, is all the counterfeit, like the um, ones on the uh, like on the street corner that people kind of just hawk at you, but they're really not, not uh, worth it as much uh, from, from a, uh, even though digitally, I mean, the, the quality and whatever is probably the, the, the same, but uh, kind of the whole, um, reputational part of it is, is, is the missing part. But uh, on, on kind of crypto and, and blockchain, uh, as we start to kind of close off our discussion, where do you see it going and what do you see happening next? And what would be the next thing that you want to learn and, and, and uh, kind of get get uh, smarter about it in the uh, crypto blockchain world? Yeah, there's so many things like um, I want to learn about that in this, this industry. I think the next one would be uh, DAO. So DAO is decentralized. Yeah autonomous organization so um i mean like the traditional world is like you have you have a company you have an organization and you manage this project you manage this business and and so on like and whoever gets hired into that company basically are part of that project right but that was like super interesting where um who owns this project is the community like whoever let's say owns that token like for example this uh project let me just try to find like a good project out there. Um, that's a good project. I'm a blankie right now. Well, you know what? Let's think about it like this way. Uh, say CryptoPunks, right? And then like um, there are the founders, the founders who are like basically created those. Um, actually, CryptoPunks like um, they 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 like a, a a lab that actually creates those. Like maybe that's not a good one. Board Ape. So Board Ape have a founder, for example. Uh, have founders team they have like the initial team who created that like product which is the board ape and then they create community um uh, because like these community like bought into board ape they liked it they engage with it and becomes like a very strong community and then let's say one day board ape says that okay well it seems like we found like our community um and at the end of the day like uh, this project is for the community so we want the community to have a say on like what does the future look like so they they could create like this thing called DAO, decentralized autonomous organization, and they could um, basically who owns like this token, let's say board a token, 
um, have a say on the governance of it, like meaning that, okay, let's say next year, we need to build like a, a, our own marketplace, for example. As somebody will have to come up with a proposal and then like whoever owns like the token will vote on it right and then like it becomes a project and then you know, somebody want to get paid for building those like marketplace um and and i think that's what's pretty cool about like DAO. it's like um there's no leadership anymore it's all democratized um and um, whoever have like the uh the tokens, meaning that they they have a stake on this project, and they they want to see some values created for the community, then um, then they should like vote. They should like propose like what the future look like. Um, so that that's one thing that I'm super interested to go into next. Cool. Uh, I, I didn't really understand much of that, but I guess when when you learn it and you maybe can explain to me the second time or give me a project, then I'll, I'll hopefully learn. But uh, yeah, I, I'm still a, a very newbie in, in this whole space. And, and you're, I guess, I guess this is, the summary is kind of like this, like uh, right now it's product building community because like you have to come up with the product first and then um, you have the community that kind of likes the product and support the product and so on. But with DAO, is going to be shifted to like community building product because at the end of the day the community knows what they like what the value that they want to receive so they should be the one who have a say about like what the future look like what the feature we need to build and so the my, my the, the shift there is going to be like product building community into community building product Sounds good. So uh, yeah, I think this is just a, a teaser or like a, a bit of an informational session on uh, crypto, on blockchain, and uh, a little bit on like NFTs and some of these other applications. But yeah, we'll probably revisit this conversation as uh, crypto and, and, and blockchain grow and its application and how other people are using it. And, and hopefully we'll see some of it go into the, 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 the mainstream. Uh, are, are there any kind of resources that folks can go to in order to learn a little bit more about uh, kind of uh, blockchain in general or, or crypto specifically, or is it just like a Google search way <laughs> to, to find them? YouTube have a lot of like these like nice um, intro videos with like some um, animations and makes it easy for people to understand when it's like visual and so on, like cartoony animation and all those things. Um, Especially, like for example, like when I went into DeFi, um, there's this channel called Finematics. Uh, they have pretty good content with like a lot of these like high level animations to explain what those things are. So maybe those. It sounds good. So yeah, we'll hopefully be able to link some of that up in, in the show notes. And uh, yeah, so thanks so much, Alex, for sharing and, and uh, sharing your passion of, of uh, and your interest in, in blockchain. And then, uh, yeah, if there's other kind of learnings that we can garner from uh, kind of all the effort that you put in, then uh, we will have you back on a future episode. Amazing. Well, thank you for having me, Lucky. Like Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier, the podcast. If you like the podcast, please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you found this podcast. And if you can give us a review, that would be very appreciated. Feel free to contact me on LinkedIn at Luki Danu, L-U-K-I-D-A-N-U, and the same on most social media platforms. And I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Bye.